The Last Word with Matt Cooper. So as part of the annual budget process, the government publishes the summer economic statement every July, setting down the broad parameters for what we can expect from the budget when it comes in October, although it was late September last year brought forward a little bit because of the economic crisis of the time. We're joined now by the Minister for Public Expenditure, Pascal Donoghue. So thank you for joining us, Minister. In broad terms, what money do you have available to you to spend this October? Uh, so, in broad terms, Matt, uh, Budget 2024, when it is uh, announced by myself and Minister McGrath, will have a value of €6.4 billion. Euro. And out of that €6.4 billion, euro, there will be €1.1 billion euro that will be used for new tax measures. And then the rest, the €5.3 billion, euro, will be used to deliver new uh, measures with regard to expenditure. €6.4 billion is a lot less than what you did in last year's budget, isn't it? It was about €11 billion then. Well, the €11 billion figure of last year, uh, Matt, uh, included the figures that we are announcing today, or their version a year ago, and it also included a very, very large array of one-off measures and other decisions that the government made later in the year. For example, how we would support businesses who were dealing with the higher cost of energy. Uh, we have not yet made decisions in relation to one-off measures uh, because we need to see where we're going to be with the level of inflation within our economy in early October. So it is possible that there might be more because I'm sure a lot of people will be looking at the possibility of continuing sky-high electricity and gas bills and they'll be asking if they're going to get more of a government contribution towards paying those. Yes, it is possible. When we did the summer economic statement last year and in every other year up to that point, we would not have included reference for um, so-called one-off measures. And the reason for that is uh, the nature of those measures, the scale and their design will depend on where we are with inflation later in the year. And at the moment, for all the reasons you know, Matt, while we do expect inflation to come down, it is very difficult to predict uh, where it will be uh, as we move into October, November and December. So we'll make the decisions at that point. Which is why a lot of people were looking forward to the possibility of tax cuts to let them keep a little bit more of the money that they've earned to help them pay the increasing bills. But $1.15 billion in tax cuts isn't going to go very far, is it, on a weekly basis for most people? Uh, it, it could. Well, $1.15 billion would be... Uh, the same value uh, as the overall tax package that we did last year. Um, and of itself, that is a very big increase in where we have been in recent years. So I believe actually that 1.1 billion uh, will go a long way uh, towards delivering measures uh, that would make a difference to people's take-home pay. Uh, last year, we were able to increase the standard rate of cut, the standard rate cut-off point. And just to remind just to explain further what that means, that's the rate of uh, income uh, upon which you pay the standard rate of income tax. We're able to increase that uh, for all taxpayers in the country, uh, which meant in turn then that anybody who benefited from that was €800 Euro better off than they were the year before. Um, and uh, it's up to Minister McGrath to decide what would be the nature of any tax measures. But at over a billion euro, uh, I do believe it can make a meaningful difference. 
Okay, but but that works out. What is it about fifteen quid a week, a little bit more? Is that going to be enough for people to actually to cover the increased bills that they have? I think, Matt, though, uh, you would need to see the budget in the round. Uh, we're nowhere near, near yet deciding what those budget measures will be. Uh, that work is always done in September and early October. And what we managed to do last year, we managed to bring forward measures which were a combination of what we did on tax, but also, for example, measures that we believe did make a difference to the cost of childcare that for many of those who are availing of professional childcare via uh, creches uh, would have seen the cost of that childcare come down by a quarter. We also brought in place measures with regard to reducing the cost of going to school and the cost of uh, school transport. So the case I'll be making uh, on Budget Day is to see the measures collectively for the impact that they could make. Uh, and tax will be a very important part of that, but there will be other elements to it too. I know you, this is probably more Michael McGrath's issue than yours, but it is something you undoubtedly will be talking about. Will there, is there likely to be any reduction? I know you're not going to get rid of the USC, but we are getting text messages in from listeners asking about it. Is there likely to be any re- reduction in the USC? That's a matter for the Minister for Finance, for Minister McGrath. Ah, he'll have a chat uh, with it, you about it though, surely. Uh, look, of course we'll discuss it with each other and we'll get each other's views. Of course we will. Um, when I was uh, Minister for Finance, I consulted all of the time uh, with, with Michael McGrath to get his views on different issues. And uh, we have a, a working relationship that's very strong, and I'm sure that will continue into the, into the budget that we're now uh, beginning today. Uh, but we have in other budgets reduced USC, uh, but the exact nature of a decision will be one that will be made on budget day, and those discussions are only just beginning at the moment. Okay, does listeners want to know, will you be keeping the TV licence at €160 in the budget or getting rid of it? Uh, I believe we have to keep the TV licence, and uh, we have to do so because despite... Uh, the issues that have developed in RTE uh, that are a cause of such concern to me and causing such annoyance to the public, I still believe it's vital we have a public service broadcaster. Um, the television licence is a really important part of how we pay for that. The review announced today is going to take eight months. It won't be published in March next year. Is that really acceptable that it's going to take that long to investigate what's going on in RTE? Uh, So I I, I do accept it's going to take some time to do it. That's a fair point, Matt. But uh, we have, uh, unfortunately, it's now apparent to all of us that there are practices uh, that we have to better understand and things that we need to get to the bottom of uh, that took place over a number of years. And we want the work to be completed as soon as possible, uh, but it is going to take many months to do. Um, We have now uh, seen uh, further detail revealed over the last week of behaviour that goes back uh, over, unfortunately, a number of years. I'm really not happy with it, neither is the government, but in order to get exactly to the bottom of what has happened, it is going to take a number of months to do that. Will there be a similar investigation into what the Public Accounts Committee revealed today about the state losing €150 million in abandoned transport projects because we've had 
announcements in relation to the Metro for Dublin and the Metro North on a number of occasions. But a lot of the money invested, apparently, is lost expenditure. How could that be the case? And if it is the case that €150 million has been wasted, will there be examinations into that and will people be held responsible? But this is coming as a result of an examination. So the reason you have that figure is because the controller and the general uh, oversee the spending of nearly all uh, of the taxpayers' money within the country. They've produced a report that has gone to the Public Accounts Committee that I will then respond back to. So that is the result but in of But way, will people happening. be held responsible for such an atrocious waste of money? Uh, but uh, much of the money uh, that you've referred to relates to the Metro, and I'm confident that when we make the final decision in relation to the Metro, much, though I accept not all of that money, uh, will be still used. That's not it what the report says. Sorry, Minister, that is not what the report says. The report says of the £166 million invested in Metro North to the end of 2014, £99 million of that is considered to be lost expenditure. £18.7 million on the Metro West is also lost. Well, Matt, I was going to go on and make a second point. Okay. So the first point I was going to make is that there is money that was spent there uh, that the controller and auditor general is uh, uh, analysing today that will, used, will be used to go on and deliver the metro project. Do I fully accept not all? But let's go back as to why that happened. Well, the reason why that happened is we committed to a metro project that involved the spending of money and then we had to cancel the metro because of the global financial crisis. That's what happened. Uh, because we ended up in a situation that the country was virtually bankrupt, lots of decisions were made that involved the loss of money and this is one of them. So the question is, what are we going to do to make sure that doesn't happen again? And this is why the Minister for Finance is saying we should look at a fund uh, that we would set money aside in, use our surplus, put the surplus into that mo- uh, fund, and if we ever get into a downturn again, that we protect our capital spending and still go ahead with big projects. But the exact reason this happened, Matt, is we committed to a metro, we got into a global financial crisis, and because of that, the metro had to be cancelled. Yeah, but hold on a second. Sorry, no, Minister. That is what happened. Yeah, but, okay, I can understand the financial crisis. We all lived through it. I've reported on it enough. But if you get consultants to work out routes, and if you look at the cost of drilling and all the various other things that money was spent upon, surely all of that material should be of use again unless you decide to go off spending money on changing the routes or doing different things. I mean, surely there's a way to use the work that had been done previously, the expenditure and expensive consultants, without it being considered lost. No, uh, at times, yes, but I stand by my core point. So when the route for the Metro project was designed and launched, I remember when it happened. It happened across 2005, 2006, 2007. There was an anticipation that we would have the money to pay for that project in a particular route. The project was then cancelled. Uh, we know why it is the case that the reason it was cancelled is because our country didn't have the money to pay for it. And money that we had spent on a project we wanted to do is just a litany of the costs. It's just one of a litany of the costs that we endured due to the financial crisis. What has subsequently happened is that if the route has been amended and changed, and it has been, and the reason that has happened is because transport flows and the movements of people across our city has also changed. 
and we've also learned more things about how we should deliver the metro. And if we hadn't made those changes, Matt, I think it's quite likely uh, I would be on your show either now or in the future defending a route that is no longer appropriate. And I go back to the questions you put to me here. Where is the process? This is all coming from the controller and Auditor General reporting to the Dáil, who report to me about an issue here. We'll be able to use some of that money again. We won't be able to use all of it. And the reason is we had to cancel a huge project. And we will, in the budget, look at how we can try to um, reduce the risk of something like that happening again. But it looks like there will be heads will roll in RT as a result of mis-expenditure, which is a lot less than involved here. Is there anyone been held responsible for waste of money in relation to the Metro? But I'm, I'm, I'm not accepting your core contention. Your core contention here is that um, there were uh, decisions made that uh, resulted in the misuse or waste of public money. And I'm just reminding you of why the Metro was cancelled, sure. okay. which then did lead to money not being used in the way we all wanted. With regard to RTE, you know, I, I take care in relation to using language like heads rolling, Matt. Uh, I think we need proportionality and balance in this debate. As I said a few moments to you go, ago, the practices that I have now become aware of were wrong, they're inappropriate in RTE. Uh, but I do believe, um, and this is something I always make the case for, that we also need balance and proportionality in thinking about how we are going to deal with this issue. If wrongdoing um, is fully discovered to the satisfaction of this government, then of course we will take action with regard to us. But there is a case I still want to make for having confidence in public broadcasting, for having confidence in our journalists and confidence in the people who work for them. And the vast majority of people who were working in RTE didn't play any part in this and are understandably furious now about what has happened. Thank you very much, Minister for Public Expenditure, Pascal Donoghue. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.